Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to the Unplayable Podcast. This is the Big Bash series and this is going to be a cracker. Chris Lynn chats to us ahead of his move to the Adelaide Strikers. The KFC BBL 12 is the Brisbane Heat legend going to make waves with a new team, with a new colour blue this season. We're just going to have to wait to find out. Of course, still plenty of time to submit your tips in BKT Big Bash tipping. Even if you missed last night's opening match of the season, it doesn't matter. Jump over there at tipping.cricket.com.au. Submit your tips, take on your friends and your family, create your own leagues and you could win up to 10 grand as the major prize. So jump over there to tipping.cricket.com.au to get started. And it's all very easy once you're over there. All right, so that's the plugs out of the way. Let's jump straight into Jack Painter's chat with Adelaide Strikers. Yes, that's right. Adelaide Strikers recruit Chris Lynn ahead of BBL 12. Chris Lynn, welcome to the um, Playable Podcast for the first time. Uh, new colours this season. How's it feel? I, it's a better colour blue, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, mate, it's uh, second day in camp at the minute. Uh, the boys are, um, I'm already out at the minute, but uh, the boys are having a, a trial game and seem like the, the lads are in good nick. And um, yeah, it's all about building at this stage. As I said, we're second day in camp and um, yeah, just time it nicely for our first game on Wednesday um, against the Sydney Sixers. So you had a bit of a hit today in the practice game. How'd you go? Yeah, mate, I actually feel like I'm hitting the ball really well. Um, you know, coming back from Abu Dhabi, felt like I struck the ball nicely over there. And yeah, um, I suppose the biggest thing is just getting used to the, you know, wickets that bounce a little bit more compared to, you know, those wickets over um, in the UAE. Um, yeah, just adjusting. But um, first and foremost, getting getting around the lads and meeting them. Uh, as you said, new new team, um, new, new guys. Haven't played with a lot of guys with um, a lot of the team before. Um haven't batted with many of them, so it's just all about gelling together. And over the next couple of days, we'll definitely do that. And um, yeah, as I said, hit the ground running. And personally, feel pretty good. Um, you know, it's, it's as I say, it's not how you start the tournament; it's how you finish the tournament. But saying that, we'd still like to get some early wins on the board um, because I'm not here for the back end of the tournament. I saw a couple of the scores in um, in the Abu Dhabi T10. I, I didn't see any matches. I'm at terrible times over here, but uh, run of run of the. 4.30s there, so you must have been hitting it all right. What's it like playing a T10 tournament? Oh, obviously, it's the fastest format, but in saying that, the you know the, um, the pitch is the same length, the ball's the same size, the ring and the boundary is the same size as well. So there's actually no need to reinvent the wheel. You've just got to um, get on with it a little bit quicker. I suppose you can just play a little bit more carefree um, and have a license as such, but uh, I think it's put me in good stead to... Um, well, I haven't played since the blast where I had a really good tournament, so... Uh, for me, it was um, yeah getting time out in the middle and um, yeah as I said just building nicely uh, for the big bash and then you know once I finish that's my eleventh game in the big bash I'm I back in Dubai with the with the Emirates League. And it must be nice as an opener in the T10 having five power play overs. 
Uh, in a T10. In a T10. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what is there. There's actually two two power two power play overs and one surge over in T10. So it's nice to get a little bit more time now. But um, yeah, look, obviously the last couple of years with the rule changes of four over power play, um, you know, it's mixed things up again, and then the power surge. Um, saying that, I actually haven't batted in too many surges because uh, I haven't haven't done that well the last couple of years. So it's all right. Um, Mate, it is what it is. As I said, it's new franchise, new team, um, new blokes around, um, and you know. And I want to earn my respect um, through scoring runs on on in the middle, um, you know, and also earn their respect off the field. And uh, obviously, the the exit from the Heat's been sort of well documented. But talk us through the opportunity with the strikers and how that came about, and and what it sort of means to you to stay in the Big Bash, given you've been here since day one. Yeah, um, obviously it means a lot to get an opportunity to play down here. And I, I just really love the communication, um, you know, that Tim Nielsen and, and Dizzy Gillespie gave me. Um, gave me so much, uh, I suppose, a, a really warm welcoming um, to the group. And um, obviously, yes, you're a batter and love to score runs, but no expectation. Just come down and do what I've been doing. Um, so I was really, you know, made me feel really comfortable from, from the get-go. Um, you know, also... The fact that I'm only here for the 11 games, I think I've got to give, you know, Tim, Dizzy, uh, even Creed Australia, Nick Hockley and, and Andy Flower from the Emirates side, you know, everyone worked together and come to a really positive outcome. And, and um, you know, it's probably, you know, we got there and it dragged out a little bit, but we got there in the end and I think the right decision was made. So uh, I'm really happy with that result. Now it's time for me to give back to the Adelaide Strikers for giving me this opportunity and, Hopefully score plenty of runs without putting too much pressure on myself. And who are you most looking forward to teaming up with at the strike? Is there a particular player that you've seen from afar at your time with the Heat that you'd like to thought you'd like to be teammates with? Oh, mate, it's uh, probably the, the people's person, Harry Conway, I reckon. Um, you know, he's such a you know, he's, he's he's the guy that brings the team together. Um, no doubt he's got great skills with the ball, but you need those guys in the lineup, you know, that bring the team together. Um, you know, he's got a lot of banter and you sort of got to watch your back a little bit, but he's the first bloke to, you know, who you can who will receive the banter as well. So I think it's really positive. Um, just watching before, um, Jake Weatherall, the way he struck the ball, uh, obviously he's a little bit of a different different cat, but um, mate, I, I really enjoy, you know, watching, I've, I've really enjoyed watching him bat over the years and he's been one of those players that I've always hated playing against. Uh, and then from an overseas point of view, you get to play with the best in the world in Rashid Khan. Um, there's no secret. Um, everyone knows what he does, except when you're batting at the other end. <laughs> um, and then a, a good mate of mine who I, I really enjoyed teaming up, I'm looking forward to teaming up with, is Colin de Grondheim. Uh He's a guy that has played a lot of cricket around the world and such a natural you know, striker of the ball, got plenty of skills um, you know, with the ball in hand and, and just a great bloke. So um, they've got us up here at the Oaks Embassy and um, you know the skipper, Peter Siddle, uh, he's along you know, in the hotel as well. So to mix with those guys and, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Adelaide's a great city. It's currently 35 and everyone's whinging how hot it is. But it's, uh, I said, this is normal day in Brisbane. <laughs> Did you, uh, do you think it'd be it'd be better to team up with Rashid? You've had a few good battles in the past. You're a bit nicer being on the same side. Mate, I've I played against him a handful of times. He gets me out most days. Lost a lot of, hours, a lot of hours sleep over, over Rashid Khan. So... For once, I get to sleep well at night, knowing he's going to terrorise batsmen at the other end. So, um, yeah, look, not only that, he's you know he's just put himself into a leadership role in in one in I think the South African league. So 
looking forward to um, actually peeling back the layers of Rash and, you know, getting to know him as a person more so and, and pick his cricket brain as well. We obviously know how, you know, the quality of bowler he is. He's world-class and um, I'd like to just unlock his brain a little bit and, and, you know, as I said, peel back the layers and work out his met- a few methods to his madness. And will we see you opening for the Strikers for the 11 games that you hear? And uh, who, who with? They've got a few options there and Jake Weatherold and, and Matt Short did it last year. So we talk about access, and I'm not going to give you that access just yet. <laughs> um, look, we, we do have options. As I said, we've got Weatherall, we've got Shorty, we've got myself. Um, you know, obviously when the tests are done, if Alex Carey's in the frame, Travis Head. So there's options there, um, and that's the beauty of the strikers lineup. Um, we've got that flexibility, like most teams do, to be fair. And I think um, you know the preparation has been really key throughout the draft. Um, so, again, hats off to the support staff in that regard. And I think we've, we've just got, you know, options everywhere if there is an injury or two. I guess we'll find out on, on Thursday soon enough anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday night. So, um, yeah, you'll find out. But, look, as it's generally in, in the game of T20 cricket, your starting 11 never is, you know, in your first game, is never your starting 11 in your last game. So, um, yes, you want to try and take the opportunity, but the nature of the game is, you know, some blokes will hit the ball better than others, and therefore you've got to always ask yourself, what does the team need for me? And um, if that is sliding down the order or going up the order or bowling in the power play, outside the power play, these things, you've just got to put the team first, and that's our mentality here at the Strikers. And you had a um, you had a great blast with the, with North Ants and you know five hundred and sixteen runs, couple of centuries, uh, twenty nine sixes, including one to a, into a backyard. Um, not so much did it feel like you had a point to prove, but was it good to you know get those runs on the board and you know show what you could do given what happened with the exit from the heat? Yeah, it was just uh, yeah, it wasn't really a point to prove. It was just no, I'm sorry. It was a point to prove, but it wasn't about the exit from the heat. It was about proving to the world that I'm still good enough to play at this level. Um, you know, it just and I actually found my love for the game again. I felt I was quite flat after a couple of COVID years and a bit of COVID, you know, all the quarantines. But you know, oh, I'm not the only one that, who was in that boat, and some handled it differently. But you know, come out, you come out the other side and back enjoying the game, and um, it's amazing. Funny things happen when you enjoy the game. You, you actually. You know, your bad days aren't that bad. Um, a bit of realisation, a bit of gratitude there. and um, Believe it or not, you actually perform better too when, you, when you're having fun. So that's a, that's a big key uh, for me, this big bash, is to get around the lads. Like the game of cricket, you're not going to have you know, more bad days than good days. So reality is you've got to get around the team, well, get around your own success, but more importantly, get around your teammates' success. Because uh, as I said, more bad days than good if you're, you're, you know, only focusing on yourself, then you're going to be a pretty lonely team. Man. And what was better, hitting Sean Tate out of the gabber or hitting the ball into an English backyard? <laughs> oh, look, I think we can't go past the one of Tate. They're slightly bigger grounds in Australia, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, and obviously the wild thing, he's actually a hero of mine uh, and a great fella. And I've got so much time for Tate. Um, but, yeah, we had a beer after the game and it was it was just – you know that's that's why you play the game. It's you play as hard as you can on the field, and, and Dan Christian was out there as well, and uh, Brendan McCullum at the at the time, and and you, you go as hard as you want as he's on to each other on the field. But when you cross that, you know, get off the field, it's it's all about mateship and learnings, and um, yeah, I just I won that battle uh, that evening, but you know I'm sure overall Tatey would have had some fun, you know, if I was facing him in his heyday. 
And the uh, International League T20, it's up with the Gulf Giants, obviously a, a tournament you were keen to be a part of, given what you've achieved um, across the globe in, in the format. Um, talk us through not so much the process, but sort of how you were approached to be a marquee player for that tournament. Um, how was I approached? Well, I actually didn't have a big bash contract at the time. So that was my priority to play the um, ILT20. And, and yeah, I... I it's sort of it's all about timing and opportunity, and that's when I was scoring runs at Northampton and making the most of that. As I said, I I, I didn't play, you know, I didn't play IPL last year. Um, I didn't play any cricket after the Big Bash, so you know, onus was um, to you know score runs and put your name back up in lights again. Um, you know, it was a bit of sort of out of sight, out of mind type um, theory, you know, for a bit there. And you know, once you get on a roll, you just want to make sure you continue that role for uh, as long as possible. And um, an opportunity came and, um, you know, a few weeks later, there's, you know, that's when the, the big bash offer come in and, you know, obviously when you've already signed a deal, it's, it gets a little bit tricky there, but uh, I'm just really, I'm really grateful for the communications through, you know, Vin Nielsen, uh, Nick Hockley and, and Andy Flower and, and come to a really you know, good decision there. And does it feel like uh, potentially you're sort of leading the way to open up, you know, these opportunities for, for other Australian players in that in that regard? Uh, look, I potentially open a can of worms, but I can't speak for anyone else, to be honest. Uh, I get in enough strife uh, myself as it is. So, um, yeah, it, it, look, it might. But at, at the end of the day, I know when I was a, a youngster, I wanted to play cricket for Australia. And, but reality is I'm not, I'm not that – I'm not 22 anymore. I'm 32. Um, so you do have to look after number one, um, that, and that is yourself. And saying that, as soon as you're in a new environment like the Strikers, you do put the team first. So um, you can, you know, there's, there's ways to go about it. But I, I think at the moment, everything's going smoothly. And, you know, as I said, I want to try and repay the faith now by scoring runs without putting, without getting desperate or putting too much pressure on yourself. I still play for the enjoyment factor. Um you know, I've, and I've always said along the way that there's more to life than cricket. You know, we saw Davey Warner come out and say that the other day, and you know, it's 100 percent true. And um, it's it's something that I've said from day one, and sort of got it from Buff Lehman, to be honest. And believe it or not, when you have that relaxed mindset, you still you still train your ass off. You still you know you still want to win, but um, you know, at the end of the day, if you have fun, you know, it's makes life so much easier and you enjoy it and you get to enjoy your teammates it's i look back now and you go shit it's gone quick but gee i've had some fun um you know not going to sit back and um let someone else sort of dictate you dictate your career um so um you know i've made some decisions like like not stop playing four-day cricket and things like that but i felt like i've owned my decisions and been accountable for them and you know people say you can take or take the money and whatnot but it's not all the bells and whistles. What what people you know on, on the outer believe it is. Um, there's still a lot of hard work to be doing, and you're not actually you know based with a team anymore. So I'm not I'm not with a team in Brisbane. So um, you know I train with a personal coach. I do my own strength work. Um, you know seek my own um, you know nutritionist or, or sports psych. So all these things you, you outsource yourself, and um, again you just make yourself accountable. And um, at the end of the day, yeah, you're accountable for your own career. I was speaking to a few other guys recently in sort of the same situation, Tim David, um, Dre Russ. They sort of have their own sort of uh, sort of posse as well, I guess. It feels a bit like, you know, you guys are, are forging away to like the global tour of, of cricket similar to, to world tennis kind of thing. 
Yeah, well, I think if you, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love having a beer as much as anyone and things like that, but you're a professional at the end of the day. Um, and if my body's not right, then ultimately you're not making money. You're not playing cricket. So um, do I have anything to fall back on? Yeah, you've got a couple of things on the side here and there, but, you know, if you've only got a short lifespan to play cricket, I want to try and make, you know, the most of that. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think it's just important um, if you want to try and get to a level where, where everyone wants to get to, it's it's a no-brainer and getting your own little team together and, um, yeah, try and line up all the arrows in the same direction and, and yeah, life's much easier that way. And it's now with a with a little girl, four-month-old girl, like the family's on tour, so I get to relax with the family. I don't have to FaceTime every day on the other side of the world. Um, so that's another, you know, bonus, I suppose, with them travelling. Yeah, beautiful. And North Ants again uh, this uh, next year, sorry, a bit more travel. Um, have you put yourself in for the IPL auction as well? Um, yeah, so I put myself in. So, um, yeah, it'd be nice to score a few runs. But at the end of the day, if you don't get picked up, I'm not too phased. Um, you know, I didn't play, I think last year was the first time in about you know 10 years I haven't played. You know, I've been involved in, in IPL. I haven't played that many games so over those 10 years. But, um, you know, it's obviously an awesome tournament to be a part of, but it's not the end of the world. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm striking the ball nicely, and I still think I can add value to you know a couple of teams there. But um, you then, if if not picked up, uh, you know there's PSL, there's uh, back at North Hans again next year. So so much cricket around the world at the moment. Um, that if you do, you know, if you do make the most of the opportunity, uh, more opportunities are, are on the horizon. And. Well, what sort of next year look for you in terms of that? Will you um, try to play as much as you can or is it about picking and choosing which tournaments are right for you and the right fit for your family? Um, I suppose you, you take every scenario when it comes, I guess. You can't – it's all well and good to um, to say you want to play every tournament and obviously cash in if you're in red-hot form. But, you know, how long can you do that for? We've seen, you know, guys like you um, – you know, players that play three formats and, and all franchise cricket, it is quite tough to do. Um, and and a break is a big thing for me. Like you, it's important that when you do have a breather, you you just actually put the bat down for a month or two and then just fully reset. Um, I believe you know that extends your career. But as I said, you've just got to take every scenario as it comes. You know, I'm, I'm a batter that sort of feels a short fine leg. So is it a huge toll on my body? Not so much, but is it a toll that? You know, that has on your family, maybe maybe a bit more than your body, yeah. I was looking back just early on your IPL record and that's, you know, it's quite a great record you're, you're building or you've, you've built there. You know, last innings was 49 and a couple of seasons before that you're averaging in the 30s. Um, do you feel like uh, that's a goal to get back there or do you feel like you've, you've kind of achieved and you've got a good legacy in that, in that competition? Um, oh, look, obviously you'd love to get back there and play, but... At, you know, it is what it is. There's so many great players around the world right now. Um, so if any opportunity pops up, you just, you know, that's as I said, it's a, basically an opportunity. Uh, we've seen some great players come out of IPL and uh, a bit like the Big Bash, we've seen some young uh, Indians pop up and just dominate world cricket. You know, Surya Kumar Yadav right now is dominating world cricket. Um, he's been in the IPL system for a long time. Yeah, if, if you get a game, that's great. If not, it's not the end of the world. Uh, but if you're not playing, make sure you soak up and be a sponge around the group. Be the best team man you can. So I've just got a helicopter flying over in the hospital. Um, yeah, be the best team man you can and 
uh, try and learn from uh, you know the senior players or, or try and you know get some new. One second, I'm just doing a radio. They thought the helicopter was for me. I was like, I thought it was Rashid Khan's coming in for the for the game this afternoon. It gets it gets pretty noisy there, Karen Alton, with the hospital just next door, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll just go down the other end. Um, but yeah, like as I said, if you don't play, you just want to try and um, make the most of whatever training opportunities you get, and then learn from the best in the world. And Heat, uh, Heat versus the Strikers back at the Gabba, December 23. How much are you sort of looking forward to that one? And is that, you know, a redemption match for you? <laughs> There's no redemption at all, to be honest. Uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back to the Gabba. I've, obviously, it's been home for, you know, 15 years. So for, I love playing there. love the people. get to play in front of my, um, you know, my family, extended family mates. Um, I'm sure, you know, a heap of, heap of mates will get along. But that's the one thing I'm looking forward to do is, you know, catching up with everyone when you get back to Brisbane. It's not about, yes, it is. I'd love to win. Don't get me wrong, but that's that's not the be all end all. Yeah, I'd love to get one over to Brisbane and, you know, have bragging rights. But, you know, just to come home and play at the Gabba, uh, that's something special in itself. And are you hoping the Heat fans will have a little bit of a, a soft spot for you, be a little bit torn that night and there'll be plenty of support? <laughs> I actually don't know what's going, to be honest, but... Oh, mate, if they want to boo, that's great. I don't care. If they want to cheer, that's even better. Um, but, uh, look, I, I feel like I've, I've, you know, done some really good things up in Brisbane and uh, I feel like I've grown the game in Brisbane, introduced uh, cricket to a lot of families, uh, boys and girls. So that's one thing I'm really proud of. Um, you know, and that's, yes, we are cricketers, but we're role models at the end of the day and growing the game is something that I'm really passionate about. And that's basically how I started my business actually playbook so that's something you know not just cricket but all sports so um yeah that's that's one thing that i'm looking forward to and it's quite funny because when i gave away um longer format it sort of copped a bit of flack from the older generation but in saying that their their kids are like sort of your favorite player you know when you're playing big bass so um it's a funny one but yeah it's uh going back to the game i can't wait mate honestly i get to spend christmas at home that's a bonus um and yeah, hopefully, hopefully a few runs under my belt by then. Beautiful. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, Lenny. Thanks for making a debut on the on the podcast, and all the best with the strikers for this season and in the um, ILT Twenty with the with the Gulf Giants. Yeah, appreciate it, Jack. And uh, yeah, I like this colour blue. <laughs> I can't wait to see how Chris Lynn goes in BBL Twelve, and I'm sure I'm not going to be the only one who's going to be watching his every move very very closely now we've tried something a bit different with this bbl series uh, we hope you've enjoyed it there is going to be plenty more test stuff coming your way as well including an exclusive chat with one of the south africans also of course have the test previews plenty of stuff from louis cameron on the road as always and if you're enjoying the podcast please uh feel free to drop a like or a rating or even just hit that subscribe button it's all very much appreciated That's all for this edition of the Unplayable Podcast, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 